0: Black True Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by Black offenders. It is a podcast that everyone and anyone is welcome to enjoy, but it's also a podcast that may not be welcomed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black True Crime. hello everyone Mm, 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 mm. and welcome back this is black true crime i am kayla your creator and host and today we have a real 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 special guest her name happens to be Kristen. she happens to be related to me she's my sister say hello (laughs) hey i'm sorry i don't know what i was supposed to say This is my first time, you guys. Bear with me. (laughs) Greet the people. Hi, I'm Kristen. Um, I'm Kayla's sister. I'm here. (sighs) And I'm ready. I've been trying to get her on the show for a while. We just haven't had time to really sit down and do it. So we're trying it out today. I'm excited. And also, I don't like talking. But (laughs) I'm here to support. (laughs) That's a fact. (laughs) All right, so let's get started. In February 1993, a man was walking his dog in Fairmont Park in Philadelphia one winter evening when he came across what looked like a large piece of tarp tucked under some shrubs. When he approached it to see exactly what it was, he saw body parts, human body parts, sticking out of the tarp. Immediately, he called police who, along with the rest of Philadelphia, would be heartbroken when they found out who was under that tarp. Join us as we discuss the tragic death of 17-year-old Shelley Turner. So Shelly, known as Shay Shay by her mom. Shay Shay. Shay Shay, yes hey, honey. Shay, Shay. Yes, honey. Was born in 1976 to her mother, Vivian King, and I couldn't find her dad's name out anywhere, but obviously he doesn't matter because he wasn't in her life. Hmm. But she her mom did remarry to a man named Clarence, so she did have a stepdaddy. Okay. She grew up in Philadelphia and lived with her mom, her stepdad, and her older sister Trina. We're sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest, by the way, you guys, just to give you a little context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelly was so unbelievably liked around school and her neighborhood because she was so sweet. She was a leader and she always gave off good vibes. So basically she was just addicted to laughing is mm-hmm. what I read, which sounds like me. She loved people like she loved to be a role model to the girls around her and she was just like an overall good-ass person. Yeah, a.k.a. a bomb-ass bitch. There we go. A bab. Yep, that's what a I mean. Yeah, a ab- A bab. A bab. A bab. But at the same time, she had a lot going on that most teenagers probably weren't dealing with at their age. She would have to wake up and make sure her sister got ready and got to school, which was interesting because her sister was older than her, so I'm not really sure if maybe she had a disability. Maybe, but I couldn't find any information about that. Mm. But basically she just had it a little bit rough as far as having to work and having to, you know, put in work as a kid. But even with all this crap on her plate, Shelly found something that she loved, okay? Which was track and feel. Ooh! Sounds Shut up! Yeah. I used to run track. Guys. Yeah. She used to be bomb.com. Yeah, but not as good as Shelly because according to everyone that ever knew her, Shelly was incredible. Like, she was going to the Olympics. There was no doubt about it. Wow. I read somewhere that she ran the 800 in a minute and 45 seconds, Kristen. Good God mighty! Do you even hear what I said? A minute and 45 seconds. That means she had to run each lap in 52 seconds. That's breaking records somewhere. That's disgusting. And she was in high school. Wow. Well, Kayla, mm-hmm. you were kind of that good at one point. No, relax. I mean, take you it down. were that damn good, oh, but you were good. Let's take it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, thank you for giving my roses and shit, but it doesn't matter now. <laughs> Dead and gone. <laughs> it's a part of your history. Well. Anyway, Shelly. Yeah. Oop. Shay Shay, I'm sorry. Her her name is pronounced Shelly. Shelly, but it's spelled like Shilly. So, excuse us if we fuck it up at all, but I'm gonna do everything I can not to. We're determined. Determined. According to Shelly's mom, she ran everywhere she would run to the grocery store and back oh, wow. with the groceries she'd run to the laundromat and back oh, wow with the clothes <laughs> <laughs> wow her mom said she was a runner and like that's just what, what she, she was, was and what she was supposed to be at the bottom of her heart yep she started running track at seven years old and then she grew up to attend william penn high school now, this high school is known for their girls' track team. Mm-hmm. Their program is phenomenal. At that time, they hadn't lost a meet in 10 years. 10 years! Okay, where is this? In <laughs> in Philly, Philadelphia. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. So it was a big thing. And for their track team to be so good and for her to be still known as a superstar there, that's how you know, like, Shelly was no joke. Yeah, she, she was going places. Mm-hmm. She ran as an anchor, which is last leg, if you don't know, which last is the leg most relay. pressure, which yes. means she was really fast. hmm. hmm. Uh, she ran anchor on numerous national championship relays and even was offered a full ride scholarship to Clemson University. A full ride scholarship is not easy to come by, you guys, at all. So, kudos to my girl, Shelly. Well, I low-key got a full ride, but not for sports, for academia. Meaning you didn't have to pay out of pocket? Not a damn cent. We just take out loan because we wanted to.
1: Are you you fucking joking?
0: I'm so serious. Well, clearly I was stupid as hell and didn't deserve to... Get a full ride. Well. Which is true. Which is true. My my GPA was shit. I'm like, my you just never applied yourself. I didn't you just never applied yourself. But whatever. <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm. laughs> Shelly knew that it was really hard to get into an athletic program on a full ride. So she worked her ass off, both on the track and in school. So for that time, she was focused on passing her SAT, which I just found out stands for a Scholastic Aptitude Test. You learn something new every day. And she wouldn't be able to go to Clemson unless she passed and did really well on that. So that's what she was focused on. Shelly was really looking forward to a track meet that she had on Monday, January 18th, 1993. Wow. But unfortunately, she would never make it to the meet. No! Yes, indeed. I hate this part. Yeah, it's it gets worse. It's just, it never gets any better, I'll tell you that. So on fr- on Friday, January 15th, Shelly had a track meet that she went to, and she ran the eight hundred. Mm-hmm. She ran a two minute fifteen second eight hundred, and to her that was just like okay. It was okay for it being like the beginning of the season, and mm-hmm. she was like, mm, but she was looking forward to running again on Monday to get a better time. You right. know, she was really just on her stuff. Like she wanted to be the best. Period. period. <laughs> all her period. else. No, nope, no, nope. and her work ethic was sick. I wish I was half Shelly, <laughs> literally half of her. So on the day of the meet on Monday, Shelly's coach was freaking out because he couldn't find her. Like, that was his star pupil and she was nowhere to be found. So he was very, very concerned. Right. And he started asking all the people at the track meet if they'd seen her at all. Mm-hmm. Shelly's coach even started asking rival high school coaches if they'd seen her because everybody knew who Shelly was. Like, you're not going to a track meet and not knowing who the fastest girl at that track meet is. And it was Shelly. Right tim who is the her coach that's his name he called vivian her mom and asked if she's seen shelly at all and wondered why she wasn't at the meet and vivian didn't know she said i haven't seen her at all like she didn't come home last night after she went out i don't know where she is so wasn't that suspicious was shelly a party or something well shelly wasn't the type of person to misattract me ever right she would never misattract but she's so. the type of person to not come home anytime? no no Totally out of character Especially since she knew She had to track me The next day You know She wouldn't have just Not come home So After Tim called Her mom Vivian Talked to Trina And Trina is her sister Trina has like A little beeper That they share Mm -hmm. And Shelly would always Like message the beeper To let her know That yes I'm okay I'm safe Or whatever Trina never got a message From her So that's when the family Started to freak out It was like okay This is concerning Mm -hmm. So the next day On Tuesday morning They decided to call The police And the police came out to their house and talked to them about, you know, Shelly asking what was she last wearing, where was she supposed to be, you know, all these type of things, the basic stuff for a report. Mm -hmm. So her mom told her, her mom told them that what she knew was Shelly said that she was going to a party Mm -hmm. with some friends from her track team and that she wouldn't be out too late because she knew she had an event or a track meet the next day so around 8 30 she called her mom back and she told her actually mom i'm gonna stay out you know later i'm actually just gonna stay the night at andrea's house okay yes and andrea is her friend that lives right across the street okay so and she's on the track team andrea's not on the track team okay no they're just friends Okay. her mom was like okay fine that's cool right mm-hmm. that was it that was the last time she ever heard of her that's all they knew. So, naturally, the police go to the friend's house. And Andrea's they're like, house. what happened? Right. You know, what's going on? And Andrea's like, I have no idea. Like, I'm going to keep it real with you. She went to go hang out with her boyfriend, Sean mm-hmm. Williams. So, yeah. my Sean. Mm-hmm. So, my homegirl got herself a new little boy toy. And she went to go hang out with him. Which we all, like, We've tell We've done it before. Everyone has. Mm-hmm. We've lied to our parents about where we were. Mm-hmm. And... You know, whatever. Thank God, most times, shitty shit doesn't happen like right. this. But, yeah, it does happen sometimes. Andrea said when Shelly got to her house, she was wearing a purple, like, jogging suit. It was, like, lavender, because that was her favorite color. Okay, she I'm she like, me and, me and Shelly she are used. like, Can you are you have on spirit? purple right now? She she died before me. I mean, be- oh <laughs> she died God. before me. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. She died before I was born, so maybe we're, like, kindred spirits, you know? Like, how know. souls, like. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah maybe can reach just spirits and she be alive too well yeah but i'm just saying like she died so maybe i like got some of her energies i don't know so she said the jogging suit did and she was wearing like a jacket over the jogging suit that did not match her outfit at all Eerie. when i was watching the video andrea was laughing about like you know how you remember stuff and she was laughing like that shit looked a mess type of thing it was really cute <laughs> It was a cute, like, moment for her. Yeah, she was like, friend, don't wear that. You know, so, so, but she didn't, she didn't decide to wear it because Andrea was like, you can't wear that if you're going to go hang out with your man. Okay. So she grabbed her dad's black leather jacket mm-hmm. and gave it to Shelly so she could, you know, look cuter. Yeah. So before leaving out, she told her friend that she wouldn't be out too late because she knew, obviously, the meat and that she would see her shortly, but that was the last time so, Shelly was supposed to come back to Andrea's to spend mm-hmm, the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yes, but that was the last time Andrea had ever heard about her. Oh, no. Did she run to old boy's house, too? Oh Shelly. <laughs> did Kristen, she run to his house as well? Kristen, I'm literally putting my hands up to fight you. <laughs> she did not run to his house. I'm pretty sure she probably took a bus or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. I'm just asking. It's a valid question. Yeah. She's a runner. Yeah, we love. Shelly, we love you. Yeah. Um, I yeah. love you, Shelly. Yes. Rest I'm in peace, girl. I'm the rest of the story. You, you should be. So naturally, after talking with Andrea and finding out about Sean, mm-hmm. and seeing as he probably was the last person to see her at this point, they went to hunt Sean down. Hunt him down. Find him. <laughs> And yeah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> so they they took him into custody, you know, to talk with him. They talked to him for several hours. And he said that he met Shelly at school. He just transferred to William Penn and they like Hit it off immediately, and they started a relationship. Mm-hmm. He said the night that she went missing, Shelly went to his house, and according to him, they were enjoying their time so much they lost track of it. Okay, I was like, I love whatever that's implicating. Right, whatever that's implying. Okay, okay I'm with how it. you live? I'm with it. Period. Live, Shelly, live. Yes, honey, child. So it was one thirty at this point in the morning. Yeah, one thirty in the morning at this point, okay, and I have when. A question. Was old boy track star too? Great question. Don't know that. Okay. I don't know if he was on the team. Okay. So once Shelly found out that it was one thirty, she just started freaking the fuck out. And she was like, I have to get home ASAP, Rocky. So Sean said he walked her to the bus stop and Shelly got on the number 15 bus. And that was the last time he ever saw Shelly. Oh, God. Uh- yeah, yeah. A lot of people are only seeing her for the last time. I'd be like, you need to sleep at night until 5.30 in the morning. I'd rather you go on the bus at 5.30 in the morning than one thirty at night. Yes, agreed. Especially since she was going to be spending the night at her friend's house anyway, anyway. so her mom wouldn't have really known unless so just she was- spend the night at your niggas place. Yeah. Can we say that on here? Yeah, you can say that. It's fine. We're black, so we can say it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on period. Even um, though we're trying to do better. Yeah. It slips. Yeah. We are who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The detectives were able to prove that Shelly did in fact get on the bus Okay. and they spoke with the bus driver and he said that he did drop Shelly off I know Shelly? Because he remembered her. I mean if you see a young girl at 1.30am 1:30 the yeah. and then on top of that he dropped her off at 60th and Girard which was like 6 blocks from her house mind you. Why so far? Well because at night the buses weren't like the right bus wasn't going to be at her house in time. Mm-hmm. I mean at where she got picked up on the bus in time so she's like i just have to get on this bus and plus it was cold so she was like got on the first bus she could and then just mm-hmm. you know so if you don't know anything about philly which hi i know nothing <laughs> 60th and gerard is in west philly and it is not a safe place to be especially at night especially being a 17 year old girl right there Shelley. yeah there are a lot of abandoned buildings in the area and it was known around philly that there had been girls and women that had been abducted, raped, and or killed in those abandoned buildings. So, mm-hmm. it was just not a good situation for her to be in. Mm-hmm. At 2.30 a.m., I don't think so. So, police searched the entire area, the entire, like, you know, place that she could have walked between the bus stop and her home, and they found nothing. They looked where bodies could be held, everything, and no sign of Shelley. This is six blocks of searching they did. Yeah, they. I think the police in this situation, from what I read, they did a really good job of just being vigilant Mm -hmm. on it. So at this point, it's been days that she's been missing. Her family is worried sick. They're literally freaking out. I'm freaking out. Yeah, I know. Her mom, Vivian, reached out to the media and the public and... Beg them to come forward. If anyone knew anything about the disappearance of her daughter, just please tell us, you know? I'm gonna play it, actually. I'm gonna play the clip of her. Yeah, I'm gonna play the clip right now. Shelly is a beautiful girl. We want her back. I love her, I miss her. My home is lost without her. And you guys, Vivian was reaching out to everyone. Everyone in Philly. Every news station, radio show, everybody. Just trying to get the word out about her daughter. And it was working. Parents in the community started reaching out to her and genuinely offering assistance and empathy. It was a mass thought of everyone that was like, okay, what if this happened to my daughter? You know, wouldn't I want someone to help me? So that's what they were doing. Her teammates even raised $5,000, like as a reward for any information that led to Shelly being found. They also started wearing lavender ribbons to like memorialize her and her favorite color. Shelly. Yeah, yeah. Shelly. Andrea, remember the friend that lives across the street, was taking Shelly's disappearance really, really hard. She felt guilt about not going with Shelly that night, because she felt like maybe I could have saved her and at least like found knew what happened to her so I could tell somebody. She and her friends started walking around the area that Shelly was last seen in, just looking in all the nooks and crannies. I'm about to play another recording of Andrea talking about how she felt, and it's really sad. Hold on to your nipples. Hmm. At that point, I did start to walk the neighborhood with my close friends. I remember going to a particular abandoned building. I just didn't want to pass by any building or any place that she could possibly be, and she's there needing, like, help. And we, my friends and I, we would just walk through the neighborhood call, calling her name. Wasn't that just awful to hear? Yes, indeed. It was very, very sad. At this point, two weeks have gone by. Investigators have no new leads, no new evidence. They have nothing. So they went back to Shelly's mom and her stepdad and asked them if they knew anybody that would possibly in this God given earth want to hurt Shelly. Right. And Vivian said, well, yeah, she thought of somebody. She thought of Tim Hickey, her coach. Why? She said she felt like it was kind of weird that you would spend so much time with the girls. And sometimes it would just be one-on-one time spent with them. And Mm -hmm. it was just a little bit off to her. So, As a concerned mother. Yeah. She was like, check this guy out. Mm -hmm. So the investigators did. They brought him in. They talked to him. And this man was full-blown devastated. I mean, heartbroken. Yeah. Just beside himself. At losing Shelly because she was a star, yeah. you know, and a light in a lot of she people's lives. So much potential. Yes, she had so much going for her. He was like, you know, I worked so hard with her to get her to a place where she could get out of here because a lot of girls don't have, you know, those type of opportunities mm-hmm. to make their lives better in this situation in West Philly. So he was just really heartbroken that she couldn't follow the dream that she was on track to to blow out of the park. So the investigators felt that he was being genuine and honest and they really didn't think he had anything to do with it. And then he told them something that they were not expecting. Hmm, what was that? He told them that Shelly used to confide in him about her life at home. She wouldn't really go into detail about it, but she did say that she was really happy, like her happiest, when she wasn't at home. Oh, wow. Being that she was 17 and all kids have issues with their parents if they age. He didn't really take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. But maybe he should have. Well, what happened? Doggone it. The suspense is killing me. Kristen, you have to hang on. this is this how you guys feel at home? Do you ever fast-forward her? (laughs) I would. I do, actually. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I do. To figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. Terrible. No patience. Mm -hmm. A few days later, another detail would come out in the case that made Andrea, her friend, More confused and concerned than ever. And I'm just going to let her tell you herself. Because I live directly across the street, I ended up seeing Mr. Clarence, who was her stepfather, walk out of the house to get into the car. And as he walked out, I looked and I said, that's my dad's jacket. That's the jacket that Shay had on that night. So did you hear what I just heard? Shut the F up. Uh Uh-huh how dare he Uh uh-huh why would you feel so bold to wear the jacket that your daughter was wearing you don't know where she got that jacket period why in the world would you want to wear that (laughs) like as a grown man well okay so (laughs) am i valid well we'll get to it okay let's get to it so andrea went straight to the police it was like "Uh -uh -uh," Mm uh-uh red flag check out homeboy Mm -hmm. clarence So, they go to Clarence, the investigators go to Clarence, and they're asking him, you know, Shelly was last seen in In that that jacket, jacket. how do you have it? If she didn't come home. And he was like, literally, he's like, I've never seen this jacket before, I picked up the first thing that I, you know, saw and put it on, like, I had no idea. At the house. Yeah. Which, for me, I'm like, what? There's only four people that live in a house, there's one man that lives in a house, how can a man fit a jacket? A leather jacket. Right. And not think, hmm, who is this? this mine? Is? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it was very weird to me. That fact it was very, very weird to me. Well, it's also weird for me because it's like if she was out and about in that jacket and didn't return home, how is that jacket in their house now? Yeah. So hmm. investigators went and talked to him about it, and they basically just straight up asked him, Did you have anything to do with her her disappearance? Mm-hmm. And According to the investigator, he looked him dead in the eye. and He said, no, period. You know, just no, I have no idea what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. So they had to figure out if this man had alibi. They asked him, well, where were you between these hours and these hours? And he's like, well, I have to start delivering my papers because this is 1993. People still get their newspapers. Oh, cute. Right. I have to start delivering these papers at 4 a.m. So I woke up around 3, 315 and then, you know, went to work. They were able to corroborate that being that Homegirl was on the bus at 2.30, so wouldn't have really given him a lot of time to go and, like, you know, kill Shelly or something, hide her body, get cleaned up, and get onto his rear four. But there still was a possibility. It was still obviously Absolutely. possible. So they kept their eyes open with that. And Clarence was very forthcoming. It wasn't like he was fighting the investigators at all. He was like, ask me anything you want. I'll stay as long as you want, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then because they could not find the jacket to cooperate what andrea said Mm -hmm. they had to let him go so so he couldn't show them where the jacket was if he was wearing it i don't i don't know if they went picked him up that that minute i don't know if he went back home and took the jacket off Mm -hmm. and i don't know but they were never able to find the jacket ever that's sketchy very much so very sketchy yes if he had it on why is it missing thank you i'm like literally where the hell is it where did he go you didn't give it back to Andrea. She would have turned to the popo. Right. So did you hide it? Did you throw it away? Like, why? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then why the fuck would you wear it in the first place? Kristen, there's if a lot gonna of- gonna go dump it. There are a lot of questions. Ugh. Oh, Lord. Yes. <laughs> so by now, the investigators are really starting to feel the heat. Yeah. Because remember- Vivian has been talking to the the press, the people this whole time. This whole time, so everybody in Philadelphia knows about this case. Everybody's concerned about her because like I said, Shelly was popping. She was a star. She was popping. So, investigators decided to bring in a psychic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> they very do that different. Back yeah. They mm-hmm. were it was more of like an emotional reaction I would think, you know, because they were really getting desperate at this point. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted to see if the psychic could pick up anything that was helpful at all. So they asked Vivian if it was okay for the psychic to come into the house and just fill Shelly's personal belongings and just see if she could pick up anything. Energy or something. Exactly, exactly. So Vivian was like, sure. So the psychic goes to the house with the investigators. They're all there. She's walking around. She's getting like a really eerie feeling. Yeah, like touching uh, Shelly's things and stuff like that. And then she goes to Shelly's bedroom. And she lays in Shelly's bed. <sighs> and while she's laying there, she all of a sudden grabs Vivian's arm mm-hmm. and says, Shelly is someplace cold. <sighs> and then Vivian started freaking out naturally. Like, that's Hell sketchy. To the yeah. I mean, it's not sketchy, it's terrifying. Yeah, that's her mom. She's like, what the fudge? Yeah, and especially like, it's the middle of winter. So, it's like, you know, and it's snow on the ground and stuff. So, it's just like a so nerve-wracking. where wracking. is she, bitch? Where is she? I would have been shaking that psychic. Where is she, bitch? What do you see? What do you see? <laughs> Show me. Literally. Shelly, is that you? It's not. It's mom. Oh, Lord. I'm crying. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. It's too much. Yeah, Vivian freaked out and was like, get out of my house. Oh, she did? Yeah. <laughs> Because Vivian wasn't about that. I rebuke you in the name of I just get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's what mom would have did. Our mom would have definitely started speaking I mean, in tongues. She wouldn't even let her up in there. No, it would have never happened. <laughs> so the investigators felt real, real guilty about having the psychic come in there because they were like, all it really did was upset Vivian yeah. even more. You know, they felt bad about it. And she didn't really even point them into a direction that was helpful. It's cold. It's it's cold cold everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It's January. In Philadelphia. God. In Philly in 1993 when global warming wasn't sweating us all out. (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, Shelly has been missing for over a month. And to avoid the case going cold, Vivian put together a march with a lot of supporters that showed up. Mm -hmm. And basically just tried to make sure no one forgot about Shelly. Do not forget about my baby. Like, Mm -hmm. she's still out there. Hashtag don't forget Shelly. Hashtag justice for Shelly. But none of them would ever, could ever predict that just a few hours later, a man walking his dog Mm -hmm. in Fairmont Park would find who they've been looking for. Dun, dun, dun. (sighs) Now, I have a question. Yes. So in regards to everything as far as the map and location, where's Fairmont Park? Is it between those six blocks from where she got off and her home? Great question. No. Far as fuck. What? From her home. So clearly this was a drop off. Somebody dropped her body off. Something like over there in Fairmont. Rather than killing her there. because She wasn't over there. Well, we don't know. We'll we'll get to we it. We don't know shit. You don't, I don't know, know shit. shit. We'll get to You're it. You're not helping me at all. So the police arrived at the park pretty quickly after the dog walker called and saw that it was the body of a young African American woman. She was laying flat on her back. One arm was up by her face, and she had an injury. What it looked like to her left hand, because I think that's the hand that was up, mm-hmm. possibly caused from a bullet. And they could also see that she had bullet, at least one bullet wound in her chest. Ugh. Because it was so late in the day, it was dark out at this point. They decided to just lock down the scene at that point and then come back in the morning to do more investigation. Wow. That's Which, bold. yes, but also it is January, cold as tits. Mm-hmm. The body has been out here for who knows how long? But the thing is, you could see how long, like, you look at it, and you see her body was basically frozen. She had been out there for a long time. Okay. So, I don't agree with what they, you know, but not investigating that moment, yeah, but they, they they probably, probably thought that the cold preserved, mm-hmm. I guess, whatever mm-hmm. evidence was there. Yes, although the cold usually will destroy a lot of evidence. Oh. Yeah, the cold and the heat. Would think I think the cold. The heat, yeah, you would, the cold think, you would think the cold can do that, but when the body been exposed that long, it doesn't matter what. It starts to gray. It it's the weather and like the brutality of you know what the body goes through, or just like the freezing point. Like it can literally wash away any sign, because you gotta think snow is water. Mm-hmm. If it melts down if at it all, knows. it's It's water. So it's probably just rinsing shit off of her anyway. Day by day, freezing back up at night. Exactly. During the day, rinsing, freezing back up at night. Yeah, that's a hot mess. Hot mess. So the next morning, investigators went out to the scene and started their investigation. Because it was so cold outside, like I just said, Shelly's body was well preserved. According to the autopsy, Shelly's cause of death was multiple gunshot wounds. Mm -hmm. She had... Thank you. She had several gunshot wounds to her head and hands, and one gunshot wound to her chest. She was shot with a 38 caliber gun. Pussy. Sorry. And she had been shot six times. Like, like who shot her? Yeah. And why? Yeah. Who overly shot Right. Her? Did they rape her? No. No, thank God. She also had a blunt force trauma injury to the side of her face as well like i don't know somebody what the side was, was coming for her like yeah. someone did not want her to live no someone was very angry with her maybe hated her as yeah, well yeah it sounds like this was like hate yeah anger yes yeah, straight up over time someone who knew the bitch yes absolutely thank you for that thank you for seeing that oh god since there was no identification on shelly's body it was kind of hard for them to automatically know who that it was weird. but they did know that she was last seen in a lavender jumpsuit and the body that they found was wearing a lavender jumpsuit and Lord. the purple shoes that she was wearing. Lord. Yep. Investigators contacted Vivian and she went down to the mooring and identified the body of her daughter. Mm-hmm. Vivian broke down according to witnesses and they said she was just like truly devastated and so was the entire community. They all like came together to pray i'm sure endlessly that shelly would come back alive but yeah. it just was not working out that way it just was not gonna happen that way and it's even worse i think that fairmont park was somewhere that she would run all the time kristen like she would train there all the time do hills do sprints do you know and so it's like a alive. place that was her happy place became became her, her murder place her, her resting place. her resting place oh my god that just gave me chills i feel terrible for even saying that that's real shit we love you Shelly we love you Shay Shay like at this point she's family I don't a I, we know her <laughs> we know her she's know our cousin her and I miss her. she's our cousin I'm We're so in peace. sad this happened to her yes so now unfortunately it is time for Shelly's funeral mm. and let yeah. me tell you there wasn't a place to sit stand stand a dry, a dry eye in the house everybody then mama came to her funeral uh, rival track coaches and teammates and, you know, people that just respect, just respected her, really saw her as a true gem. So a reporter, she was there and she said that she you could feel the overwhelming grief in the room. It was so she said it was so heavy, yes, even so. on her. Like it it hurt her, you know, according to people that attended the funeral. Vivian was there, obviously right? dressed very appropriately. She had on. Her black dress and a little black veil. Why does it matter? When she was standing behind the casket. But everything else about her was inappropriate as hell. What? What do you mean? I'm pissed. Vivian was waving and smiling at people as they walked in. As she's standing behind the casket of her child, she is waving to people, smiling, saying, Hi, how you doing? For the fuck what? Now I, I can't we can't tell someone how to grieve. I don't know how you grieve. I couldn't imagine being in that situation. I'd probably fucking just pass out for a good two weeks. I was like, gonna say I wouldn't be... one thought that came to me was maybe she's happy now that she finally knows what happened to her daughter. Yeah. You know, maybe that like closed a big hole in mm-hmm. her heart mm-hmm. now that she knows what happened. But mm-hmm. still, Ho, you should know. Mm-hmm. Don't be smiling and waving at nobody's funeral. If you have any sense at all. No, you don't do that at anybody's funeral. You just you would know that. Let alone your daughter's funeral. Especially if you got something to hide. Lord help us all. Everybody at the funeral notices. Like, it stuck out to a lot of people. So much so that they started talking about it behind her back. Everyone like, with good sense noticed it. Yes. They were like, why is she acting like it's Christmas at a funeral? Her own daughter's funeral. Exactly. So everybody started running their mouth about it. And obviously Vivian ended up finding out that people were talking about her. So what did she do? She decided to do anything she could to clear her name. Naturally, that's what you would want to do. So she went to news people and radio show people, once again, trying to get them to listen to her story and see why she didn't do this. She went on a radio show with a woman named Mary Mason. Mm -hmm. And during a part of the show that wasn't being recorded, Kristen, trip off this, trip off this, Vivian started saying some crazy ass shit. She started talking about her daughter, obviously, and how she looked when she died. What? How she looked when she died? Not after she was dead. Once how she found. looked when she died? She described how her daughter's hand was up near her face when she died, and that she, Shelley's teeth were quote glistening, pearly white in the moonlight. How did she know? She didn't find the body. How could you know something like that? She didn't find the body. They called her later, once the body got to the moor, to identify it. And that's the exact thought that Mary Mason had. And she was so thrown off by this and felt like something was really wrong in her spirit that she contacted the police immediately. She had to. And before the police could even pick up Vivian, the bitch was at their office. Ugh! Mm -hmm. She went herself. She came in herself and was like, look, I'm sick of all of this. I'm sick of the media talking about me. I'm sick of all these people. I need you guys to help me clear my name. Mm. So they said, okay, well, will you take a polygraph test? She's like, yes, absolutely. I'll take a polygraph. Okay. So she takes the polygraph, fails the shit out of it. (laughs) Wait, What? She was so eager to take the damn test. <laughs> failed she the hell failed out of it. The polygraph. Failed the hell out of it. She thinks she was gonna pass. I don't know what the hell she was thinking, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, she's, she's not all the way there, clearly. Something is fucking off. So, she fails. And then when the investigators come back and say, well, you know, you failed the polygraph, she breaks down into tears sobbing, and decides to confess. Uh, so, Kayla, her own mom. Yep. So, according to investigators, Vivian's account for that Sunday night is the following. I'm pissed. Shelly asked, she asked her mom if she could go out. Her mom said yes. While she was gone, Vivian was drinking. And she said she was getting more and more angry the later it got. Because she like, why is Shelly not home yet? So when Shelly finally got home, she said that they had an argument and they started basically like punching each other, like throwing blows at each other. Yes. So after that, Vivian said that she went to her room, went on her side of the bed, got under her bed, grabbed the gun, told Shelly she was taking Shelly to the police station because she didn't want Shelly living in her house anymore, period. So they drove to the police department. They never stopped. Vivian never stopped the car. They didn't get out. She kept driving to Fairmount Park. Kayla, get the fuck out of here. Mm-mm. Can't. Won't. Refuse to. So she, when they get, yeah, when they get to Fairmount Park, basically Vivian tells her, if you want to fight, this is where we're going to do it. Like, if you want to, you know, throw hands with me, like, we're going to throw hands here. And at this point, Shelly's like, no, mom, like, what, you know, I'm, what, are we what doing? is all of this? Like, no, like, this isn't even okay or, or what the fuck I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Basically, Vivian ensued more violence. Like, she was trying to get her to, like, hit her and, you know, just trying to get a rise out of her, I guess. And she ended up hitting Shelly in the head with the gun. That's why she had that blood force trauma. And that made Shelly fall to the ground. And once Shelly was on the ground... She started begging her mom, like, please stop, you know, and don't do this. And just all the heartbreaking things I don't want to think about or I will choke up. Her mom did not give one flying fuck and shot her six times. Okay, so now I'm flabbergasted. Mm -hmm. Now I have nothing to say. Mm -hmm. Because all I can think is why the fuck and how the fuck can somebody's mom shoot them? Mm -hmm. How can a mother shoot her, her daughter? Great question, Kristen. Great question. Drunk or not? Drunk or not. She hated her. Yep. Yeah. She then covered her body up with whatever she could find nearby and went home. Like, nothing fucking happened. I... You know what? Keep going. Because I knew from the jump something was off. You know? When that coach called her. I'm like, why the fuck is he calling her? She should have been calling him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asking, hey, did my daughter make it there? Right. So, once Vivian was done confessing, she did something so vile what and unforgivable that even the investigators called her straight up evil she started laughing she started laughing how what hey look evil is real it's real how it's the real? fuck was she laughing she killed her own daughter mm-hmm. she put hands on her mm-hmm. took it to the park mm-hmm. there was gonna throw took the gun with her she already knew what she was doing it was she, premeditated like a bitch thank you Come on now. And then she gonna laugh. She laughed. So when news of her confession broke to the community, everyone was, I mean. Looking how I'm looking. Distraught. Everyone was speechless. They thought it was was impossible. It was impossible. This is the woman that they just watched for a full month on the news, on every TV channel. Talking about her daughter. Talking about her daughter. And she's the one that killed killed her. So it was really hard on everyone, as you could obviously imagine. (laughs) Yeah, so investigators went to search her home looking for the gun and the jacket, right? But neither of them were ever found. They were never found. Yeah. So at this point, they don't have any physical evidence tying her to the murder. All they have is her her confession. confession. So police were able to arrest her for the murder of her daughter. But Vivian wasn't gonna bow out like honorably. Of course not, because she's not. a fucking wench mm-hmm. from hell. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. decided to recant her confession. Yeah, yeah. And said that she was under so much pressure that it was coerced out of her. Little bitch. Chris, the investigator was so pissed off. Even in the, the episode that I was watching, oh shout out to Buried in the Backyard. They did a full episode on this, and that's where I got most of my sources from. Nice. When I was watching him talk, he was furious. Cause he was like, how like, can you sit there and lie? You like, sat here and told me the truth with your mouth and you gonna sit here and lie? I should square up. You know what did. I'm saying? Like, she came into the office on her own accord. You can't make that up. You can't, you know, you can't sit there and say, oh, we co, you could have left at any time. And then she gonna sit there and laugh and then say she was coerced cause she was under pressure. Halo, yep, don't put me in law enforcement. Never. Don't. Never. I will be the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> I would be a vigilante, bitch. You yep. wouldn't see them yep. after two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Period. The next day, you're not seeing them. Mm-mm. You're going to wonder where they went. So, both the defense and the prosecution had to argue <laughs> about the confession and trying to keep it in eventually it was allowed to be left in Thank, bravo our lucky stars Vivian took the stand at her own trial to speak on her behalf I wish- which I feel like I didn't see what it was, but I wouldn't want to hear anything that stupid bitch had to say. Period. Mm. Nothing at all. She played us all. We're all stupid. At That's, this as, point. As, if I was a juror, I would have been like, I'm Boo Boo <laughs> the Fool, and I'm putting her in jail simply for making me look dumb. We're all idiots at this point. You yeah. can't trust a word that comes out of her mouth. She's a, a epitome of a fucking liar. Wow. And yeah. she needs to go to jail. She needs to be under the jail. Yeah. So, it came out in court that Vivian used to run track when she was younger, too. Of course. hmm But she wasn't as good. Of course. hmm mm-hmm. Spiteful bitch. And she was so jealous and hateful and disgusting and vile that she wouldn't even go to her daughter's track meet. She never went to any of her track meets. Caitlin, okay, she was jealous. Since so i has been running since she was seven years old. And this she, woman was just... A grown-ass woman interested. who was jealous of her own daughter. Of her own daughter. Isn't that just... definition of pathetic it's pathetic people are actually like this you couldn't find anything else to do living you you could have got good at doing her but you still worried about how you ran track and how your daughter's better than you are you fucking kidding me yeah she's not kidding you because that's how she felt basically everyone like the investigators when they saw her on the stand they were like she just looked crazy as hell she's they said they knew for a fact she's a bold-faced liar like she's a liar you know so, after a four-week trial mm-hmm. and six hours of deliberation, the jury found her guilty of third-degree murder. Okay? Third-degree murder in Pennsylvania, that basically means it's first-degree, but intoxicated. Mm. So, since she said that she was drinking that night, mm-hmm. it took it from first-degree murder to third-degree murder. What's the sentence on that? She was sentenced to 10 to 20 years. Kayla, 10 to 20 years. For killing her own daughter just because she was drunk. Mm -hmm. Kayla, it was premeditated. She took the gun with her. Mm -hmm. First of all, they should tack on driving under the influence, bitch. Period. Because she was driving. Talk about drunk. (laughs) Let me get you for every charge I can get you. Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And because she had, like, no priors and stuff. And I really think it was because the jury could not... Fathom a mother Killing her child Without some type of Outside Mm -hmm. Outside Mm -hmm. uh, Influence influence, Mm -hmm. Period I was like wow That's disgusting So now the bitch is out Clearly she's out And living life In Philly somewhere Kayla Mm mm-hmm Kayla that sounds like Our grandmother (laughs) And that's a story For another time (laughs) 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 Oh, M.G. No, for real. Mm -hmm. Kayla. What? Yeah, girl. So, at this point, justice for who? Not for Shelly. There was no justice. Yeah, she went to prison, but but that's not justice. She's out. She gets to live her life. And she killed her own daughter. Took her daughter's life, but gets to live hers. Who cares? 20 years wasn't enough. Manipulated all these people. She didn't serve 20 years. You wish. Mm. But I know for a fact that she's out. Ooh, that's evil that's disgusting that's sick yeah yeah there's no excuse i would have been waiting for her at the jail at the jail gates as soon as you get out yeah she still had friends to this day that mourn for her and she died 27 years ago they visit her site like you know where her body was found yeah. where she died and now there's a music center there one of her friends his name is mr man frisbee Okay, where did that come from? Yeah, no clue. But <laughs> he created a, a music center called Man Music Center, and it's, like, right in the park where she died. Her friend Andrea said she went through a real dark depression after the news of everything, and she was really contemplating killing herself, like, you know, ending her life. But she said she feels like sh- uh, Shelley sent her a sign mm-hmm. because Andrea got pregnant with a little girl. Oh and she was like this is Shelley's way of saying like you know lord please give her something to live for because i don't want her to you know die yeah or lose her life like me so that was really sad oh my god I'm and so i angry. hope it really makes me happy that she had a daughter and you know i hope she's thriving and i hope vivian is somewhere on the side of a road looking dumb as hell Girl, waiting man. for karma to create a whole new asshole for her oh she gonna get hers she goes and and passes on to the good lord. I literally hope she's homeless. She's gonna get hurt. And I don't should. even talk that bad about these killers But you killed your- you killed just, your daughter because you were jealous? You're the worst the worst Drunk or not, we've all been drunk before. But nobody goes and, and shoots their daughter six drives Okay, because it's not a- it's not They call it liquor oh, courage oh, for a reason she wanted to do this. Yes, yes. It just took her some of courage to do it. To this. actually get there. I felt that in my spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our case. Can we unpack this now? Week? Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Wow, ah! that was heavy. That type yeah. of stuff gets on my spur. Yeah, I know. That's why you can't really be here on the show. <laughs> you have to be a, a blue a, moon a gal. In a blue moon. Yeah. That gets in my spirit. I'm so sickened that a mom could kill her daughter because she's jealous of what her daughter had. Your legacy could live on through her, you dumb Yeah, she's you a dumb, dumb bitch. bitch! Forget her! Like, forget her. You killed your daughter. I don't care in half what you think or have to say to me. What did she go through? I don't know. I couldn't find any information about Vivian. I think she has mental issues. Something's off. She's pathological. She's diabolical. This is what she is. She's maniacal. She is fucking insane. Bitch, she's just demonic. <laughs> I hate her. Um and I have questions like where is was the stepdaddy? Why the why um. Did he right. wear that damn jacket? And where the hell did it go? Right. To where they weren't able to find it again. They're probably in on it together. How did Trina not hear the argument that her and her that Shelly and her mother was having downstairs? Trina if they was really had of her mother. If they really had an argument. Trina you know what I'm was saying? Afraid of her mother, she was not gonna snitch on her mama. But the thing is, I don't even know if they really had an argument. Like it doesn't even. Honestly, I think Shelly or Vivian lied about the argument. I think, so. I think she just. Shelly got home and she was like, come ride with me or something, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fussed at her for being home so late, whatever, took her out and just killed her. Like I don't see it being an argument because if anybody was having an argument at 2.30 a.m., her the stepdad wakes up at 3, 3.15, he right. would have heard that. Right. He would have, like, his body would have stirred from that. But do you think he would have? Yeah, because if he was being so helpful in the investigation, mm-hmm. he probably would have snitched. Yeah. He definitely would have snitched. Or like at least like, but if he would have snitched, or at at least would not have worn the jacket, right? If he he knew, you know what I'm saying. But then it's like, okay, well, why wouldn't you tell the investigators that you know my my wife is a bit, you know, you can tell those type of energies in the house that the the mother was jealous. But if he's but if he's with her, he's probably a little bit uh, there, like you know, this stuff is Mm -hmm. wrong. Scared of her crazy ass. Yes, absolutely. So they were very hush hush. Wow, Trina, at this point, you were just no help. Sorry, not sorry. Because you were the no. older sister. So what were you doing? Unless, you know, you have, you know, disabilities or whatever. What was going on in that house? And we're not blaming no. you, Trina. Nobody's. At blaming all. Trina we're just asking questions like yes. these are the questions that would arise because I have a sister so mm-hmm. at the end of the day if I was in that situation what the hell was I doing yeah. you know that's just the questions I'm asking Trina we are not blaming you girl at all. we're sorry for your loss we honestly feel like we lost a cousin yeah because like, the, the only like person at fault here is the person who killed Shelly yep which is Vivian King dirty foot bitch what mm-hmm. my mama and she'd call her, Mama, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And you're... You sh- uh, Yeah, you go. No, yeah, no. I'm shook. Well, yeah, guys. That was our case for this week. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know if you have any questions that we didn't ask. Right. Next week is probably going to be, because I am going to be posting next week, next week is probably going to be another case about a woman killer, which I'm excited about. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can listen to our ads. You can subscribe to our Patreon, which is up now, live and running. The first content on there right now is a video of me explaining my experience in a cult as I grew up. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the Did first you time that so comfortably. Yeah, it's it is what it is. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to fight it. It's my truth. Um, so you guys can definitely take a look at that at any tier level. You'll be able to access it. It's also the first time you'll be seeing my face, which is super exciting. And if you hate it, you don't got to look at it again. And if you hate it, your mother. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. We're not doing that over here. Yeah. You know, peace and love, man. Peace and love. Peace and love and happiness. Follow our Instagram at Black True Crime Podcast. Follow and like our page on Facebook at Black True Crime Podcast. And if you want to donate to keep me running and make this my full-time gig, you can look us up at anchor.fm slash Black True Crime Podcast and donate there. Or just sign up for our Patreon because then you're donating every month and we'll be best friends. (laughs) Until next time, I'm so happy that you guys were here. I hope you had an amazing time here at Black True Crime and I will see you guys later shout out to her special guest which you will not probably hear from me for a while thank you guys for enduring me that is all i was about to say she's smiling she just didn't know you guys couldn't see her <laughs> bye bye you have a right to kill me i have a right to do that but you have no right to judge me